Welcome back to the Talking Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. Joining us this week is Aaron Folk, founder of Lillian James Creative and host of the Drinks with Leaders uh, live LinkedIn show as yep. well with Scott Havens. Aaron, how's your week been going so far? <laughs> well, I said it was Wednesday earlier. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> that answers it. Yeah, yeah, trust me, I'm right there with you getting yeah. caught up from a long weekend as well. But um, appreciate you being here today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, the Chiefs won in dominant fashion Ooh. in Las Vegas um, for the first time with a crowd out there, actually, right. uh, 41 to 14. I mean, there's no sweeter victory than just completely demolishing the Raiders on national television yes. uh, but we'll get into our takes from that game as well as our preview uh, for this Cowboys game coming up uh, which should be an also another mm-hmm. great game um, you know on Sunday but uh, first we're bringing your positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC your local trusted talent scouts where we're a recruiting firm in Brookside will bring you the best accounting and finance admin marketing HR operations and sales talent that Kansas City has to offer Lucas what do we got uh, so we have a new one. There's a uh, private equity-backed outsourced accounting firm. I'm trying to think of what I can say, what <laughs> I cannot say, um, that we've recently you know, acquired as a new client. And they're looking for everything from the bookkeeper level of accountants all the way up to your CFO controller level, 100% work from home. Uh, they still go out and do team builders and happy hours and stuff once a month. But for the most part, I know that's a really appealing aspect to a lot of these new jobs that are on the market right now. So uh, you need to be client facing. You need to have a little bit of public and maybe corporate accounting mixed in there as well. But the personality is going to be huge on that one. So uh, really unique, exclusive opportunity. Give me a shout if you're anywhere within that range of uh, talent. And then as far as the sales and operations side, there's actually a, a Midwest sales manager position we just picked up. Um, doesn't have to be industry specific. So give Lisa Acri, uh or even Abby a shout on that one. And, and this is still the craziest job market we've ever seen. So we yep. have plenty of others that I don't have time to mention right now. But if you're interested in, in seeing what's out there, give us a call. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff Casey. All right. Thank you again for being here. Really appreciate it. I know you've done a fair share of these before. So. Not many sports ones. I mean, well, I've been on. I've been on a few sports ones. I guess I don't know why, but I'm going to do my best. Well, there good. We go. well, I, I know a lot of people know about your background, but for yeah. the, our viewers that maybe do not, you mind giving us a brief look into the yours? The very few who don't know. The, the very few, exactly. <laughs> Uh, of, of your background and people who may not know you, what you do. Yeah, so my name's Erin Folk, and I own Lillian James Creative, and we are a content marketing company right here on the plaza where we're just down the street. That's right. So I essentially started that six years ago. Kind of got into that because I was in sales forever, and I was using social media. So I'm going to do a sports thing here. There we go. I started my company because Nike came to me. Okay. When I was selling for a different agency, and I'd always been in my plan, I'd owned the URL for years, but Nike came to me, and essentially two men in a boardroom in L.A., I know they're out of Portland, this brand happened to be out of L.A., were talking about taking this 100-year-old brand digital, Mm -hmm. and my name came up out of two men's from them knowing my LinkedIn presence. Nice. And so they said, well, yeah. some random girl in Kansas City is coming up. Let's call her. Yeah. And essentially that was my what Steve Harvey calls your jump moment to yep. go start your business. And wow. so if you've ever worked with a company like Nike or Coke or anything like that, you know you do six months with no pay of figuring out if it's a good thing. They decided not to take the company digital. Uh, mm. So it's still just a company that's only sold in Dick's Sporting Goods, a brand that's only sold in Dick's Sporting Goods. It's an old athlete. But it was a great way for me to be forced to finally sure. do this. Yeah. And within four weeks, I was making more salary than I had the whole time I had ever worked. So it worked out well. 
Wow. Should have done it earlier, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, we do have a recurring question we're asking this yeah. year. Um, Casey likes to call us the conduits of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always find that focusing on culture fit uh, leads to the best long-term placements, um, you know, when we're recruiting for mm-hmm. uh, our clients. But in your experience hiring for and managing the team at Lily and James, um, what are your thoughts on culture? I know you guys went remote for a while. Like, right. uh, walk us through that and what matters to you. Yeah, so I think that this is a whole different answer than two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I used to answer it a lot and then um, kind of pulled back the past two years to figure out what that meant to us. So essentially, we used to have this big fun office, all the things you think is an agency, right? And right. I could not get culture right. I'll just tell you guys, really. Like, I just had this hard understanding of I did not just want to be the boss. I wanted mm-hmm. to be the also, like your humans that right. I wanted to relate. And it kept, right. it was making it really hard for me to get culture right. And we would hire people. I love everyone. I, I, and I've worked with you to hire yeah. people because yeah. I love everyone I meet. So I went to hire everyone sure. and I was just hiring who was available and not doing it right. And culture was probably our, our hardest thing. Now it's one of the things we're the most proud of. We've actually awesome. gone to, um, what happened about July of 2020 Everybody was exhausted. I was exhausted. Everybody on my team was exhausted. And I said, here's the deal. How do you guys, what can you guys give me Monday through Thursday? And they're like, what do we do Fridays? I said, we're just not going to work Fridays. Give me everything you got Monday through Thursday. We won't work Fridays. Then started getting those conversations. Are we going back to the office? We ended up coming up kind of with a plan. We jump on a 9 a.m. meeting. Okay. Everybody has to show up at 9 Mm a.m. That's about the only rule of something you have to show up. And then we talk through your workload for the day. But we're a completely virtual company now with studio space mm-hmm. on the plaza for our clients. Sure. So there's an there's a space for people to go and work if they want to, and some of my employees do. Yeah. But most of the time, um, we work virtually on that meeting, mm-hmm. and then we do that four days a week, and then we have three-day weekends, and everybody recharges. And so I thought, how am I going to do culture? And what's so funny is that meeting's really become a time, like we have this set time to talk about workload for a little bit, but that only takes 10 minutes of our 30-minute meeting. And then people start talking through their stuff. Yeah. and. The other thing we did is we actually decided to do one to two work trips a year together wow. where oh, we fun. go and do. Yeah. So we did Virginia Beach in hmm. um, in August. I think it was August. And so we all we got a big condo. Everybody stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, still did all the HR rules. I stayed separately. <laughs> but um, let people like we only work during the day and they had their nights to do whatever. There was an event like we did an escape room together. Right. Sure. But essentially. I have found in this virtual world, it's really allowed a lot of my introverts to, right? Because in creative, you have a lot of introverts to really lean into the culture because they've got this set time they know, Hmm. and then we're not going to bother them the rest of the day. And it's going great for us. I think in all these rooms I'm talking, people are like, how do you do it virtually? And I'm like, have you asked your employees what they want, your team members what they want? So for us, I just asked, and then we started working through that. And now we're at a point where when we do hire a four-day work week called virtual, it's pretty easy to get a hundred. I know it's a tough, a tough, but for us right now, it's, we're getting a lot of, a lot of resumes even without posting a job because Mm -hmm. people have got to see that, right? Congratulations. That sounds awesome. Um, And it really takes a good leader to kind of sit back and, Mm -hmm. you know, really get that type of feedback and put it into action. So congrats on that. Yeah, paving the way, right? So hopefully a lot of other companies follow suit. We're seeing a lot yeah. of people change, <laughs> right. you know, with everything hey, going Casey, on right now. Hey, Casey, take notes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Virtual. Got a trip next year. There we go. So, there oh, you go. guys are going on a trip? Yeah, going on a trip. There you I go. can't say too much more, but yeah, there's a trip coming. So we're we doing San Diego in March to one of our, so we're going to do one for a conference and then one for an annual. So we're doing my favorite, it's always been my dream to take everybody to my favorite conference. Mm-hmm. And so we're all in social media marketing world. Yeah. It's like that's right. so fun. So yeah. Oh, that's neat. Well, I think uh, you'll have some great answers then for these next little 
quick hitter segments. Yeah. First down will be a, a recent bit of success that's going to lead to more for you guys at Lillian James. Right. So I think one of the things for us is that for Lillian James, we just were pretty Kansas City focused, and I love yeah. Kansas City, but we were missing a lot of a lot of the pie, and mm. so we randomly brought on a ton of Silicon Valley clients. Wow, cool. During, and that was just due to actually some speaking opportunities we were able to jump mm. on virtually, and we jumped wow. on it so fast, people were trying to look and see, and they were like, wait a minute, I can hire a company in Kansas City and not have to pay Silicon Valley yeah, prices, like right. it's Silicon Valley yeah. uh, quality. So, mm-hmm. so probably just, kind of we're open to a whole new world now and we even have employees that don't live here anymore nice. so that's a huge yeah. first down yeah, um, yeah. What, what about a sack i know everybody doesn't like talking about it but it could be a recent setback that you've overcome and right become stronger from well i actually lost a million dollars in 2019 so i oh, barely right. had my company and then going into the pandemic it was going to be our heart like kind of this is our year and mm-hmm. we were actually headed to a conference to hit a hail mary and try mm-hmm. to bring on all the clients and mm-hmm. Then, as we all know, the pandemic happened. I got very lucky that we got the PPP. But Mm -hmm. what ended up happening is I was able to sit back and I was able to have really uncomfortable conversations with some clients that had left us because they weren't happy and figure out why. And really, at the end of the day, it was a process and a communication problem. So we decided not, we we still don't have a sales team. We don't do sales, but we leaned all in on our current clients Mm -hmm. and then we grew. A awesome. couple hundred percent over the past couple of years. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And then you started alluding to Hail Mary there, but have you thought of one for <laughs> this next year, right? Uh, big goal you're working on in the next 12 months. Yeah. So, yes, I have. And I'm doing a whole thing of annual planning next week, so I'd have a better answer. But essentially... What we're really doing is I've now got these processes and this amazing team and we're, we're going to another structure where we'll have multiple teams and I'll be able to focus on the business more. Wow. And, and the, big, the big piece of that is really getting me, I know you guys say I'm everywhere, but I feel like I'm not putting out enough content, so me putting out more content. And so I'm starting out 2022 with a TED Talk. Nice. And so, yeah, pretty Very exciting neat. stuff. Which will hopefully help us get more clients. That's huge. Well, I think that was a a success for the quick hitter segment. That's perfect. Definitely. I got one more question before we go into talk and shop. But uh, talk to us about that Drinks with Leaders show that uh, you host with Scott Havens. Yeah. Um, You know, who came up with the idea? How did you guys kind of get that started? And, you know, what's your goal with it? Right. So Scott is my buddy. He has been my buddy for a long time. But we are from two total different worlds, right? Mm. Like very, very different worlds. And so right when COVID started, the Business Journal... You were in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, they they said the top networkers, and so I called Scott. I'm like, we're in this thing about top networkers, and they they called you in person. They called me online. They brought in some of our other friends. Let's invite those friends on, and let's just do a show. Yeah. The thought process was nobody had LinkedIn Live at that time. Right. Very few people still have it, uh, sure. and I had LinkedIn Live. I'm very lucky to have a good relationship with LinkedIn and get in all their beta tests. So <laughs> I had LinkedIn Live, and I was like, people are popping up shows, but they're not popping up on LinkedIn. Everybody's sitting on LinkedIn all day. Fun fact: LinkedIn's right. had 200 million people join since the yeah. pandemic started, right? Yeah. So I said to Scott, I go, let's just, let's call it drinks with leaders. Let's do happy hour. Mm-hmm. And first we called it drinks with CEOs and we changed that very quick after the yeah. first show and called it drinks with leaders so we could have everybody on. I said, you invite a couple people on from your network. I'll invite a couple people on. They'll never know who else is coming on. It'll be super organic. And yeah. my network's a little, I, I want to say a little grittier, a little more diverse. Mm-hmm. Scott's is a little more uh, C-suite, yeah. blue yeah. blood. So yeah. bringing those two networks together actually like created magic. And we are, I think we're getting close to 300. I, 
it's over 320 guests. I'm not sure how many shows, but we've had over 320 wow. guests, wow. and only two yeah. guests yeah. have been on twice. Yeah. So we thought we'd run out at four. We honestly didn't <laughs> think that it would be much. And then we got very lucky. Bank of Blue Valley came to us, yep. and they, they wanted to sponsor it. So it's kind of turned into a yeah. whole thing. And as we go into yeah. where we can have events, we're going to put an event strategy behind it and cool. start having Drink With Leaders events. There That's we go. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've just noticed, uh, you know, over the year or so that you guys have been doing it, um, or even more than that now, but, mm -hmm. like, the production quality just gotten mm -hmm. so much better. You've got, like, the ads with yeah. Bank of Blue Valley. Like, oh, you guys yeah. are crushing it, and I love the Well, show, when we started so. it, um, it was me, like, that was before my, my team members could come to my house and help me figure out how mm -hmm. to do it. So now we've kind of got it all, and we got this virtual thing, yeah. but I was just trying to do it through StreamYard yeah. on my own, and it was And it's got back... Today will be his first show go. back. So wow. he has been a little ill. Yeah. But today yeah. he is back, and I am Love so excited it. because it's really hard to banter with yourself at the yeah. first <laughs> Well, I'll be definitely make sure I'm yeah. tuning into that. Yes, please um, do. And, because and great work on that. I'm so yeah. excited. All right. Well, that does it for Talk and Shop. We'll yeah. uh, jump into Talk and Shop here, mm -hmm. um, kind of recapping the Raiders game. So in the testament to Andy Reid, we always give our guests – uh, the first take of the game. That's right. oh. um, so how, how'd you think the uh, the Chiefs played on Sunday? Time's yours. Well, so since I'm such a football girl, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that the football stadium was gorgeous, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. if we're going to win, it might as well be there. Um, we won. Yep. And so I watched the full game, and I feel like I might be the luck charm, right? There you go. Because I also yeah. went to the Monday night game, so... Okay. I got to keep watching them. Yep, okay. um, but besides that, I liked Brittany Lynn's Instagram. <laughs> her, her red leather pants were great. Like, I'm super Ooh. good at this. But okay. um, more exciting, they won. And he's, I don't know if you guys know that, but Mahomes this week called 15 nonprofits and gave them each between fifteen dollars to $20,000. Awesome. And, I, and I, I can't say who the winners are, but some of them are clients. And so he's had a really good week in my eyes across oh, yeah. the board. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's no, our boy. That, yeah. It's a phenomenal yeah. takeaway. I mean, like you said, there was a dominant win. Mm -hmm. He's back to his usual self. Mm -hmm. You know, Showtime Mahomes yeah. under the bright lights, five touchdowns, 400-plus yards. It felt good to get that monkey off our back, oh, yeah. right? Like oh, everyone yeah. was, the talking heads were, were crushing us all across the board. They said, well, what's going on with Mahomes? Is it the baby? Is Are him and Brittany okay? And right. He's like, he's like, no, I've never had a slump in my entire career. And yeah. so I've gone the longest than any other NFL professional quarterback has without having a small bit of uh, failure. And so... Uh, he quickly showed that. True. But was it really nowhere. a slump, or is he just so high level? That's right. Yeah, he we set put the bar the so high. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You're just yeah. so high level that if anyone else was doing what he did the rest of the year. Absolutely. Right. I mean, there's so many individual moments we could uh, pick out, and mm -hmm. we would be talking for hours. So I'll just say all three facets looks phenomenal, yep. and I hope we can build on this, right? Yeah. Aaron, you said you were the good luck charm. I might disagree with you there. Uh, okay. Because Brian Schweitzer. Schweitzer. He brought the code out to I Vegas. Saw yeah. It. I, saw <laughs> it. I saw his Instagram. So. Oh, he's a good friend of the I show. He's on a couple here. weeks back. Yeah. Didn't come here, but yeah, but he was out there. I was, I was laughing at his Instagram. He but. put it to bed. Did you see that on his yeah, Instagram? Yeah. 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 Schweitzer's been my buddy since you guys were in grade yeah. school. We've That's been amazing. friends for about 20 years, yeah. and he has not changed. He's yeah, always sure. been like that. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you there, Lucas. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's uh, my good friend, Kirk Jensen. He texted mm. our group, and he was like, yeah, uh, Tuesday morning, he goes, you know, something – you know, everything just feels right in the world. Gosh, you know, Chiefs right. are back, you know, going from last place to first place with just yeah. one game, just absolutely crushing Derek yeah. Carr and the Raiders. I mean, there were a couple balls he just threw up into oh, no man's land. Man. Uh, good to see Dirty Dan get a pick That's after right. his, uh, you know, rough first start of the season or yep. first half of the season. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the last time the Chiefs started out six and four, 
2019. Super Bowl. Wonder what happened that year. Yeah. So I think uh, I think we're back on track. Yeah. So the Big Brothers Big Sisters Most Wanted Gala is coming up, mm-hmm. right? And I was a virtual person for them last year, so I get it like walk the stage this year. Yeah. So I was getting the text. They actually have a live package for the last Broncos game where you take a private plane to the Chiefs Ooh. game for eight people. Wow. And so I'm excited to see what that goes for now that yeah. yeah. Start, start calling your friends. How yeah. much you yeah. 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 Let's figure it out. Take out some equity in my yeah. company. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I guess coming up, we got the Cowboys um, mm-hmm. and who are also one of the best teams in the league um, on the NFC side of things. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you're, uh, you know, into when the I was Cowboys 24, year, but... I went to every home Cowboys game. Oh, there you because go. I lived in Dallas for through my 20s. And when I was 24, my roommate bartended up in the suites so he would this the old stadium he would open up the back door and we would just go in and go to every single (laughs) cowboys game and drink on other people's tabs (laughs) which is great when you're 24 and so i cowboys are my second love after the chiefs and they have really cute clothes for the cowboys for the women in dallas the cheerleaders Mm -hmm. yep there you go. <laughs> you think we're gonna we're gonna win though? Or do you oh, think- we're definitely gonna okay. win because all my friends live in Texas, so we have to win. Yeah. There you go. I'm yeah. gonna watch it. And I'm good luck. So. There you go. I think the defense is stepping up at the exact right. time that we need them to. I mean, da- Dallas has a phenomenal receiving core, mm-hmm. three-headed dragon over there. So as long as we keep things, uh, you know, tight, nothing behind us, like you know we've been beat before in the past, and and uh, yeah. show up in the run game, I think it'll be a good. Good competitive game, Chiefs taking. Yeah, I'm gonna give some props to Brett Beach. You look at these three corners that we have. Um, yes. They're playing out of their mind. Lejarius yes. Sneed is all over the field making tackles. Um, Rashad Fenton is actually Pro Football Focus. He's yep. number one cornerback in the entire league. Yep. And then Charvarius Ward. I mean, he's just another great Stas. number three. Yeah. So like. Uh, I know Veach gets a lot of crap for some of these mm-hmm. signings sometimes. Frank Clark is finally turning things around, bringing mm-hmm. Melvin Ingram in. has mm-hmm. obviously made a huge difference in getting Chris Jones into the middle, and our run defense has just been crushing it, too. Absolutely. So, I mean, hopefully we can continue firing on all three facets. I mean, that Tommy Townsend fake punt, that laser. He had a better quarterback rating than Derek Carr did. So, <laughs> love cool. that, love that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it was just that complete game, Tucker, we were talking about that, that final, like, complete game that we yes. had, the first one of the year. So, we needed it. Um, yeah, hopefully we can keep that mojo going. He's back, baby. Well, that's, we that's do back. some uh, we do some predictions. Do you have a, a score prediction for this game? Would you like to throw something out there? Can you guys go first, and then I'll go third? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you take it away. All right, perfect. So now that we're back in, well, shoot, that was the first game that we scored 40-plus points, so mm-hmm. I'll stay high 30s. I'll say 38, and it's going to be a shootout with Dak Prescott behind the helm to 35. Okay. Win by a field goal. There you go. Tucker? 23-21 Chiefs. Okay. Right. Um, I haven't checked the weather, um, but I don't think it's going to be very warm. I think I'm going to go 34-31 okay. in a, in a last-second field goal type of game like or it. overtime. It's going to be close. What do you mm-hmm. win if you get this right? Uh, bragging rights. Props. Okay. <laughs> 27-21. 27-21? Okay. Yeah. Like Chiefs or Cowboys? Chiefs. Okay, yes. there we go. And Love now it. we have to – we need to write that down, 27-21, because if you do, I'm going to send or something. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'll make sure I get that recorded. But, uh, yeah, hopefully the Chiefs can keep the momentum going. I mean, 
at this point in the in last week's mm -hmm. episode, we were all just like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So um, <laughs> it's good to get a little confidence back, uh, you know, as a Chiefs fan. Because it's good for the city. You know we carry it pretty well. <laughs> but uh, that does it for week 10 of Talking Shop, brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to subscribe to us, uh, our weekly episodes with some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Mm -hmm. um, Aaron, thanks again for being Thank with you. us. It's so Thank great you to guys. catch up. And yeah. congrats on all your success recently. Um, but we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.